What is up, all my Nexus family? It's your host, Dr. Daniel Kimberly, and you're tuned in to this 27th episode of the Nexus Podcast. I got a simple question for you on this one. The question is, what's causing your pain? Kick back, relax, and enjoy this 27th episode of the Nexus Podcast. It's going to come as no surprise when I say this to you, but this topic I am super duper passionate about. If you're already a client inside of our office, then one of the things that you know is that we've talked about the fact that I do not tout myself as a neck pain, back pain doctor. I'm actually not a pain doctor at all. What I help people do is experience a higher level of consciousness, a higher level of presence, a higher level of productivity, a higher level of profit by addressing the way their brain functions. And so as I bring this question up of what's causing your pain, we have to take a step back for just a second and we have to have a conversation. We got to set the frame, if you will, about what is the difference between what I do and what other health practitioners, some may be chiropractors, other may be medical doctors, other may be osteopaths, um, not that I'm putting myself against any of them or saying that anything that they do is wrong, but there's a difference in the way that we look at the body. And there are two approaches that we can take to looking at the human body. One is a pathological approach. So looking at the word pathogenesis, which literally means the study of what creates disease. And so from a pathogenic approach, we look at the body and we say, okay, there are these inflammatory substances that start in the body and they can go into the knees and they can go into the elbows and they can go into the spine and they can go other places and they can start to cause disease. This is how we look at and diagnose any kind of disease that you could possibly think of. So when I think of disease, all I think of is just a collection of symptoms. So we've said, okay, you have this, 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 and this. Yep, that's this disease. Or nope, you have this, 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 and this. And yep, that's this disease. So this is a pathogenic approach. It's literally just looking at what causes disease, what creates disease in the body. However, there's another approach that no one else likely or not many of us are taking And that approach is the salutogenic approach. And so salutogenesis literally means what causes health in the body. And now this may sound like semantics, but it's actually very, very important. Because if we look at what causes health in the body and we stop looking at what creates disease in the body then we can start to take a different approach to healthcare. And this different approach to healthcare, in my humble opinion, can completely change the world. But we have to start here. And so this is where I'm going to start with this, is that if you take a salutogenic approach to the human body, then we have to abide by the fact and understand the fact that all symptoms are good. So let me give you a couple examples of this. If you had a fever, I know you've heard me say this before, but it's a really easy example to use. So if you've ever had a fever in your life, your body is literally heating up to burn off bacteria and viruses so that it can protect you from that bacteria or virus proliferating to cause more illness and sickness. So under a pathogenic approach, we would look at, oh, there's this symptom of a fever, let's give Tylenol, let's break the fever because we don't want the body to have symptoms. Again, we're treating a disease of some sort. On the other hand, 
the approach that I take, the salutogenic approach would be to understand that the fever is the body's natural response, the body's natural way of protecting itself. And if it's the body's natural way of protecting itself, then it must be to create health in the system. The fever is actually there, much like you would cook chicken on the grill. You would never just eat raw chicken off your kitchen countertop. You cook it on the grill first or cook it in the oven first, and you cook it to a certain temperature, which I believe is 165. You do it so that you can burn off the bacteria so that you don't cause sickness in your body. And so again, it's this looking at what causes disease versus what creates health in the body. I'll give you another example of this. Often we see people in our office with digestive issues. And one of the things that people will look at and say is that, oh, you have the reaction to this food, or you have a reaction to this food, you have Crohn's, you have IBS, you have something else. The problem is that we're just taking a collection of symptoms and we're calling it something, but we're really not looking at what creates health in the body. And so one of the things that we can look at when people have digestive issues because of how what I understand about the stress response and what our clients in our office understand about the stress response is that anytime you're stressed out, anytime your brain tells your body to go into fight or flight mode, that runaway mode, your brain is so smart because fighting or running away requires blood in the muscle tissue, not in your digestive system. And so you will literally get this shunting of blood from the digestive system into the muscle tissue. And when we get this shunting of blood from the digestive system into the muscle tissue, one of the things that we see is that the bacteria long-term will start to die off because it doesn't get the blood flow that it needs. And then the gut lining will start to change. Now, from a pathogenic approach, we're just going to look at, okay, there's Crohn's, there's IBS, let's give some medication. We know that there's a disease. We know that something is causing the disease. We're not sure what, but let's just treat it. And on the other hand, we have the salutogenic approach, the approach I take, which says there's something that's causing the stress in the body. There's something that's causing this stress, which is shunting blood from the digestive system. So we're looking at cause versus treating symptoms. It's much like this. If you had a fire in your home or wherever you are listening to this podcast right now and you had one of two options, you could go grab a fire extinguisher and extinguish the fire or you could go to the batteries and the smoke detector that is blaring loudly because there's a fire and you could pull the batteries out of the smoke detector because this sounds annoying, which would you choose to do? And I'm hoping that you would say, well, of course, I would go grab the fire extinguisher because you need to put out the fire. So this is what's the difference between the pathogenic and the salutogenic approach. In a pathogenic model, we're treating symptoms. In a pathogenic model, we're doing nothing differently than pulling the batteries out of the smoke detector because the symptoms are annoying to you. Fevers are annoying. Stuffy noses are annoying. Skin issues are annoying. Digestive issues are annoying. Pain is ultra annoying, but it's there for a reason. It's your body trying to protect itself. It's your body trying to heal itself. And so when we stop looking at things as diseases and as issues, we can start to address the root cause of problems when we understand what creates health in the system. And this is where I go with this conversation because I wanted, I asked you the question in the beginning is what is causing your pain? So many, many, many of our clients come into the office with some kind of pain, whether it's neck pain, whether it's back pain, whether it's headaches. And I am not the pain doctor. Yes, I can get you out of pain definitively, 100%. I can get you out of pain. The problem is that the pain is not the problem. The pain is your body's protective mechanism. So if I just try to get your pain to go away, I'm doing you a disservice by just addressing symptoms. I'm doing you a disservice because I'm taking a pathogenic approach. I'm not looking at what creates health in your system. 
And all of this conversation of this pain, and it could be sickness as well, but primarily for the rest of our conversation today, we're going to be talking about pain. It comes back to emotions. Now, you're probably sitting here wondering, how does my back pain or my knee pain or my hip pain or my hand pain or my rheumatoid arthritis, how does that have anything to do with emotions? And I can tell you that it has everything to do with emotions. And this is some of the deep work that we're doing in our office. And I don't talk to very many people about it, but the time has come, my friends, that I share it with all of you because I think it's very important to understand as we progress. And so there are three levels to your brain. There's the brain stem, which is very, very deep. It's like the middle of the brain. It's responsible for not very many things. It's really responsible for your posture. It's responsible for your basic needs, like needing food, needing shelter, needing water, breathing. So in order to have a healthy brain stem, in order to have a healthy brain, you literally need to feel safe. And when the brain stem is online and functioning well, once you start to experience this level of safety, Then what happens is you can go into the next level of the brain, which is the limbic system. Now, the limbic system just sits on top or surrounding the brain stem, if you will. And so if you think of your fist as the brain stem and then put your other fist, put your other hand on top of that fist, that limbic system is what lays on top of the brain stem. And so the limbic system is primarily responsible for your memories that are attached to emotions. And so what we see with the limbic system is that If you don't have a level of safety in your physical body, if you don't have your basic needs met, if you don't feel safe, then your limbic system will not be able to effectively process emotions the way that you want them to. And then once we have a healthy and highly functioning limbic system, then we can go into the neocortex. Now, the neocortex is interesting because the neocortex is where the prefrontal cortex lies. You've heard me talk about this on other episodes, but it's where all of your skills that are responsible for success come from. Motivation, empathy, memory, logic, planning, etc. Now, what we have to understand in answering the question, what's causing your pain, is that until you have a brainstem that feels safe then you can't start to process emotions. And if you can't start to process emotions, you certainly can't feel or experience any higher levels of consciousness from that neocortex. So here's what healing looks like in our office. And there are a couple of different scenarios that will play out, and I'll give you those as we go through. So the first scenario would be someone coming in with, let's say, hip or low back pain. And they come in with hip or low back pain, and we start adjusting them. They really feel like, you know, my pain's not going away. It's not getting any better. And as we continue to adjust them, we start to bring about conversations where they start talking about emotions or memories that are tied up with what was happening around the time that the pain started. So let me give you an example of this. One of our clients is coming in. um, He's been coming in for about eight weeks now. And he had this low back pain, his sciatica, it's like pretty standard. You know, he went and got an MRI, he went and saw an orthopedic specialist, he went and looked at getting an epidural to and a nerve block to block some of the pain in his low back. And what I had to explain to him is like, look, there's some emotion that your body is not processing and it's not processing because you don't feel safe enough to process it yet. So the first thing we need to do is just bring awareness to what emotion that is. And so for this guy, it was a relationship issue that had happened about four years prior And when his pain started, he was going through some kind of stress with this relationship. And so his pain started as a result of this relationship, of this emotional stress. And because he had this emotional stress, his body went into protective mode. And the pain was his body's way of saying, hey, 
you need to change something in your life. Maybe it was cut out the toxic relationship. Maybe it was move on. Maybe it was pivot. I don't have the answer for him specifically, but what I know is that as soon as we brought awareness to the fact that this emotion or lack of processing the emotions surrounding this relationship was actually what was causing his pain. Now, you've heard me say this before as well, but I'm going to say it again because I think it's important. All orthopedic conditions, all hip, ankle, knee, wrist, shoulder, elbow, spine, you name it, all orthopedic conditions are preceded by neurological dysfunction. Another way to say that would be this, is that if you have knee issues, if you have hip issues, if you have back issues, before you felt the pain in that area of your body, the brain was firing muscles improperly around that joint. And because the brain was firing muscles improperly, eventually it got to a point where it created this pain to remind your body that, hey, you need to do something, you need to change, you need to rest, maybe it was. And so a lot of times, though, we get this neurological dysfunction, and this neurological dysfunction isn't actually a orthopedic issue, it's an emotional issue. And I see this with lots of our clients. One of A woman we had coming in, she had eight years of debilitating low back pain. As we start adjusting her, she's getting really good results, really good results, really good results. And there was still just something, there's like this little bit of nagging pain that's sticking on. So where she's saying that she's like 75% better, we can't get the last 25% until she sits down with me and we have a conversation. And I said, I want you to tell me again, what was happening eight years ago when all this stuff started? And she was able, because we had started to process some of her emotions, she was able to come to the awareness on her own that her divorce from her husband was exactly the day that the pain started. As soon as they started going through the divorce, she had this low back pain. Now, this low back pain was not because she had some orthopedic issue. This low back pain is because she had a brain issue. She had an emotional issue where she couldn't process the emotions effectively because her body was stuck in stress mode, joints of the spine weren't moving properly, Her body wasn't processing emotions properly. And as a result of this, her function declined to the point where she started to feel pain. And as soon as I made her aware of this, the next adjustment, I kid you not, her pain was completely gone. For the first time in eight years, completely gone of pain, never to come back again. And we see this with clients all the time. And so I bring this up because it's important to realize that likely the cause of your pain is not your low back or not your shoulder or not your neck. There's a deeper cause to the problem. And if you don't ever address the cause, if you take a salutogenic approach that says, hey, it hurts right here, let's try and fix what's going on right there, then you're missing a huge portion of the picture that actually allows for healing. And this is why I'm so passionate about taking a salutogenic approach, about studying what creates health in the body, because we know as we create more awareness in the brain, as we upgrade the operating system of your brain, we can allow you to process emotions in a way that you will function at a higher level than you ever thought possible. I don't care how elite you are right now. I don't care how much money you make right now. I don't care how top-notch you think you are. I don't care how good you think you feel right now. If you don't address your brain, if you don't address your nervous system, there's something missing, there's something lacking, and there's more out there waiting for you. Now you get to make a decision. Do you capitalize on that? Or do you just continue going the way that you've been? And sure, maybe everything's good, but wouldn't you want it to be great? And that's what we're all about in our office is making life great for people. Allowing people to live life full out, doing everything that they love to do without interference, without issues, knowing that they can process emotions, knowing that they can feel good physically in their body, knowing that they can feel good emotionally, knowing that they can feel good spiritually. And all of this is possible only if you address a brain through very specific chiropractic care. Because remember what I said, all orthopedic conditions, all these pain conditions are preceded by neurological dysfunction. 
Now, some people aren't ready to process emotions right away, and that's okay. This is what we get them to. This is why adjusting the joints of the spine is important because every time we adjust the joints of the spine, we put stimulation into the brainstem. And that stimulation, once it wakes up the brainstem enough, it can start to go into the limbic system where people actually start to process emotion. So I don't know how many times we get in our office, clients who come in. I actually just got a text um, this past week, a woman coming in, she had a left shoulder issue. And I asked her, you know, like what's going on stress-wise in your life? And she's like, nothing, nothing. I promise you everything's fine. And so as we start adjusting her, I get a text message from her about 30 minutes after she leaves the office. And she's like, kid you not, I've been sitting in the car for the last 30 minutes crying. This is what was going on in my life. And it's the anniversary of this very traumatic event for me. And this is likely why her pain was coming back in her shoulder. It's not because she actually had a shoulder issue. It's because she had a brain issue because her brain was stressed because it wasn't processing emotions effectively. And once we get her adjusted, once we get the brain stimulated, she can process those emotions. She can feel better. She can start to living, live life full out again. And I kid you not, I walked her, watched her do a shoulder workout yesterday. And I can tell you that the pain that she had when she came into my office is no longer there based on how she did in a workout yesterday, which is all super cool. So my question for you, I want to leave you with this is what's causing your pain? Is it something emotional? And if you're in denial that it's something emotional, then I'm going to have you consider that you may be missing. You may not even have the capacity in your brain to process that it's an emotional issue right now. Now, sure. There are some people who legitimately have orthopedic issues, but like I said, all orthopedic issues are preceded by neurological dysfunction. So if the brain is not processing your emotions well, if the brain doesn't feel safe, then aches, pains, symptoms will come up. And so if we just what study, study what causes symptoms, if we just take a pathogenic approach, then we miss the cause, we miss creating health in the body. And likely the symptoms that you, if you are experiencing them, or if your kiddos are experiencing them are likely due to the fact that someone has only taken a pathogenic approach with you and not looked at what creates health in your system. So I'm going to leave you with that, my friends. What's causing your pain? And if you don't know, there's a really easy step that you can take to start to figure it out. And that's just sit down, have a complimentary consult with me where I will walk you through the process that we take in our office to get you all the results that you didn't even know you could get, whether it's more presence, better posture, more productivity, or more profit inside of your life. I love and appreciate every single one of you. I'm going to ask you for one last favor. If you got any value out of this episode, if you you could please leave a rating and or a review. It's super grateful. It's super helpful. This is how we get this message into the hands of more people because quite literally, I know for a fact 100% unequivocally that chiropractic care can completely change the world for you, for your family, for our communities. And this is the way that we're going to sustain. This is the way that we're going to crush the game in the future is by having healthy functioning nervous systems so that we're all living out the best quality of life possible. I love you. I appreciate you. We'll talk again next week. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.